was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met Diamond Dallas Page. Started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP yoga. It's Nacho Mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the Diamond Cutter. Diamond Cutter! took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP Yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP Yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP Radio. Alright. That was my uh that was like cheesy uh morning DJ uh voice. Alright. Good good morning to you. Uh, there we go. Wednesday night, another brand new episode of GDP Radio Live right here at GDPRadio.com. We're gonna get right into it. Of course, uh I hope you guys all had a wonderful Thanksgiving. I hope that the, the turkey coma has subsided. I hope that you did the best that you could uh, with eating healthy and exercising. And if you didn't, we're going to manage, we're going to deal, we're going to move on. It was one day. It was not one year, one month, one season, one chunk of days. You know, we got to allow ourselves forgiveness. we got to move on. And you don't even need forgiveness. You're allowed to indulge every once in a while. But remember, we're all human and uh, we turn the page because now we head over towards Christmas and the holiday seasons and all that fun stuff. And uh, according to the North Pole, um, oh, I'm sorry, Crystal in Canada, I was supposed to. <laughs> um, and, is there, and just real quick, um, Crystal, I know you're, uh, by the way, before, my co-host Crystal Stewart, uh, the Canadian quote master herself. I just want to clarify something real quick. Um, the news has been on all day here, and I heard there was a pretty bad uh, situation um, up in Canada. There's uh, been a, some crime. Uh, some hooligans had a drive-by uh, shooting with a with a glacier. They were riding the glacier, and they were spitting spitballs. And <laughs> I think that's a Canadian drive-by, maybe. <laughs> Come on. Uh, anyways, I'll be here all all night, unfortunately. For you, <laughs> um, <laughs> Crystal, how are you? It's one of those nights we're just going with the floor, right? Yeah, you know we're off the rails. We're thirty seconds into the show. We're completely off the rails. I'm good, thank then, you. Then, Cold, then maybe good. have a record even for us, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, oh. Well, before we get started here, I, we got a lot on the docket today. We we, we got a guest here, which I'm going to introduce in just a minute. Um, and also, um, we, we have things we're going to talk about. We, of course, we're going we're to talk about you know Thanksgiving and how we handle ourselves. And also, we're going to look forward to the holidays because a lot of us here are, are are not here to lose weight, or they're not here to you know be they're flexible and you know getting fit and healthy, and you know that's what they do. But there's a lot of people here who have eating issues and food issues. So we're going to talk about navigating through the holidays as well. As I know, this part is a is a pretty good trigger for a lot of people who have obesity issues or are struggling with diet and exercise. This is a good time that a lot of people find themselves uh, kind of falling into a funk. So I think it's a good time to kind of address 
um, some some stuff around there. Also, it's going to that New Year section of of um, the year, which I don't know. I know people have good intentions, but I feel like the New Year's resolution thing has been kind of played to death, and uh, I think it almost re- reached a failure before we even get there because it's become a punchline yep. at this point. So. We're not going to do New Year's resolutions, so we're going to come up with some things we're going to try to change about ourselves early. And it doesn't have to be a New Year's resolution, but we're going to find ways and we're going to discuss ways that we're going to kind of better ourselves um, in 2018. It doesn't have to be fitness. It can be personal uh, goals or, or procrastination or, or some things that we can do to better ourselves uh, in the coming months or years or whatever. But New Year's is played out. It's over. It's so 2004 or whatever. <laughs> So uh, we have a lot of stuff to talk about. It's going to be a fun show. But uh, without any further ado, I'm going to bring on our guest. And uh, Crystal, is, she's become the producer of this show because she is so <laughs> in tune with the DDP yoga community that she just pulls the guests that are just making it happen. And she knows where to grab the best the cream of the crop. She knows where the movers and shakers of the DDP yoga universe. So, uh, Crystal, you've got an awesome guest lined yeah. up for us tonight. Why don't you explain to us... Uh, uh, who he is and uh, why you decided to kind of call sure. upon this gentleman for our uh, our segment this week. Absolutely. So I am very pleased to welcome our friend um, Scott Anderson. So Scott has been around I for a little while now, and it's um, it's always a great thing for me to see Scott because. He always offers such great feedback for you. He's um, he's a great accountability partner for me personally, regardless of, you know, whatever kind of day I'm having. He um, has become a real staple around everything DDP online. So, you know, it's he's just a really great person, and I'm really, really honored to call him a friend, and I'm really, really glad that everybody gets to hear them tonight so yeah without further ado why thank you and i don't think i can ever live up to that hype ah sure you can <laughs> well, i'll do my well, best uh, pretty good, good evening everybody in the ddp universe yay oh awesome it's, well it's awesome to have you um and um, I know you know a lot of people around here uh, know who you are. A lot of people are kind of new folks, and we have a lot of people kind of cycling in and out all the time. So for those who are just familiar with your story and your online presence and stuff like that, I want to give a, a little quick like uh, synopsis of, of, of what brought you to DDP Yoga and what kind of success you've had so far and, and, you know, where you see yourself going in the future. Just basically sum up your experience so far um, with uh, the DDP Yoga community. Uh, I'd be glad to. And Crystal, did you warn him about this? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't <laughs> <understand>. <laughs> well, it, it, I'll tell you what. I'll 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 start with uh, with a, a you know like a, the early days when uh, I you know I was an athlete in college. I had some you know the typical bangs and and bumps like uh, like Dallas would always say and usually stayed in pretty good shape. And then I found in about 2013 that some of those, I think it was my 50th birthday, we jokingly said here that the warranty had expired and I was going to start to have those uh, those post-warranty issues that were going to cost me down the road, you know, little you know aches and pains in my back. And, of course, my knees were bad. 
And I realized at about that point in time that uh, lifting at the gym and trying to keep up with the 25-year-olds at work just wasn't going to cut it. My body wasn't going to take that anymore. And oddly enough, on a brief side note, I had a history with some substance abuse back a, you know, a while earlier, and I was really following the stories of Scott Hall and Jake Roberts because I am a lifelong wrestling fan here in St. Louis, Missouri. There's my shout-out to St. Louis, the shameless plug. And uh, as I was following the stories of Jake and Scott, that was when I stumbled upon you know, the well-known WCW figure Diamond Dallas Page and what an incredible human being he was. And how Amen. he was reaching out, yeah, reaching out with the accountability crib and trying to help his uh, his mentor and one of his protégés. And I was really starting to, to believe in power of positivity that he had been talking about, especially in WWF. But it was when I saw Chris Jericho on yeah. one of his... Yeah, it it just it, that was the the turning point when it became more real. That not only is he helping people that are suffering from what I would say more, you know, the uh, between your ears type of thing, but that you know, Chris was seriously hurting, kind of like I was. So there was like a mixture of my past and my present were all being wrapped up in one program, and I could not help but realized that this was where I needed to go. And the next day, I got online, looked up ddp.com, ordered the complete set, the posters, the whole nine yards, and uh, and began my journey. And uh, the back pain subsided for a while, and the, uh, you know, the ailments started to seem a little better. And, and I, you know, I got to be a part of the DDP universe long before we had um, you know, the app and all of that neat stuff. So uh, then we move you know, yeah, uh, I was gonna say, and this is this is a segue moment. So Mike, um, did you have some you you go you go for the uh the uh, you buy the program, you go all in and stuff. There's so many people who have that moment whether it be, you know, that the aha moment that I need to do something, I need to kind of take the things in a different direction. But um, as you kind of would put it, you know, your past as an athlete, and then, of course, there's, there's you know, issues in, inside the brain that will trigger and, and mess you up, and also the addiction issues, they all kind of came to a head at once. Um, you had a pretty significant back injury. It, was, it wasn't just a, a bad back. From, you know, I'm, I'm reading up uh, your story that you put up on the um, under construction page, and you know this wasn't a bad back. You had a pretty, you know, pretty significant back injury. You know, you had little use of your legs. And uh, talk about because some people, you know, I have sore back in the morning, but I don't have it to that extent. That's a pretty significant injury you're facing. Well, you know, it was kind of odd because during that uh, couple of years from 2013 to 2015, when I started doing the, uh, you know, the YRG and was seeking some uh, professional help like the pain management, a couple of back specialists, a chiropractor. And, uh, you know, we believe now looking back on it that our disc had actually ruptured, but the DDP yoga had, had actually 
caused that pressure to subside. And at that point in time, it kind of healed itself for a little while. And then, as I said earlier, in a segue moment, on January 15th, my birthday in 2010, I got up out of bed on a Sunday morning. We're getting ready to go to church, and this piercing pain just shoots through my entire body. And I kind of went out into the living room, and I just kind of sat there, and I said, I don't think we're going to church today. And it proceeded to lead to about three months of slowly but surely uh, you know, just feeling numbness in my right hip and then feeling numbness in my left hip. And, and all of these professionals were looking at my lumbar spine where most guys hurt themselves, you know, the sore back thing. And yeah. as each month went by, the right thigh and then the left thigh and then the right calf and then the left calf and then finally my feet. And we're looking at things like, uh, you know, they're they're completely clueless. The best they were able to do through all of this was, you know, uh, steroids and cortisone shots and and all of these superficial treatments. And while the whole time it was really a thoracic injury that was day by day, week by week, getting more and more severe to the point where by St. Patrick's Day that same spring, just two months later, I had gone from being fully functional to walking through a St. Patrick's party and basically being asked in no uncertain terms, are you okay? Do we need to call you a cab? Because I was walking so unorthodoxly that I looked like a drunken zombie. And it was at about that point, and I will fast forward now because, you know, this was a very long year. But we finally, you know, pinky swore that night that I would seek professional help. And it really wasn't until I, you know, I sought out a neurologist that they discovered that I had way back in the day fractured a vertebrae in my lower thoracic spine. And the fracture had healed improperly for whatever reasons and what protocols they didn't have in those days for, you know, uh, spine and, 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 you know, cranial issues, I just kept playing through it all. And it caught up with me that year. And finally, when one doctor is telling me you're just being impatient, give it six weeks. And then I go see a physical therapist and he was a very, very dear friend of mine. And he goes, I don't know how to tell you this. You don't have six weeks. You've got about six days and you better go see a specialist or you may not be able to walk again. So I very quickly went, yeah, it was, it was quite a 180, you know, one week we're celebrating my cure, you know, the six weeks and I'm just being impatient. And then a week later, they're scheduling major spinal cord surgery to remove the fragments of that disc that had lodged in my spinal cord and had been causing this numbness as it continued to, you know, progress on my legs and, uh, to be brutally honest with you, it was quite a culture shock because, you know, we're we're thinking, you know, we're celebrating our, our wedding anniversary and, and toasting and, and here's, you know, one week later, later somebody telling me that that was complete bunk. So I had the surgery and proceeded to, you know, be, you know, in essence described as a, you know, form of a paraplegic. And I started the long journey of, uh, you know, 
walkers and and, and uh, you know basically inventing uh, you know a bed routine and a chair routine and things like that. But I was under the the strict care for the first two years of physical therapists, and I really wasn't progressing more than just to maybe progress from a walker to a cane, but it was really not anything. And, and if anybody's watching Jerry's Rebuild series, it's scarily yeah. familiar. And when I had my two-year anniversary of the surgery, they did another MRI, and they said, we believe, honestly, that it's as good as it's going to get. It's 70 to 80% uh, better, but it'll never be the same. And that was when I had to come to terms with a lot of things in my life. And I think, Crystal, this is where you and I are kindred spirits, is when you have to have that day when you you have to look at yourself in the mirror and go, what now? Yep. And I didn't really know where else to turn. So I literally, I don't think the, you know, the app is really much of a thing yet. I really don't think that, uh, you know, it's like the DD community was on, you know, the website. And I shot out an email to Diamond Dallas Page and I told him what was going on. And I knew it wouldn't go anywhere and I knew it really probably would never reach his desk. But lo and behold, a couple of days later, he shot me back an email saying, I think we can help get your doctors to sign off and let's get moving. And I, you know, picked up the app and uh, started working with, you know, the most beginner of beginner. And I was using chairs to try to, you know, support myself. I was, you know, energy, uh, some fat burner maybe, you know, some red hot core. But for the most part, it was, you know, know, I was on like the eternal beginner. And, you know, it seemed like it was, not going to be, you know, the the outcome that I had dreamed of back in 2015 when they originally did the surgery. So, you know, that was kind of where, you know, the epiphany took place. And I kind of had one of those come-to-Jesus moments where I was on, uh, you know, on the phone or on, you know, you know, an email with somebody and they had mentioned Helen Keller and I don't know why it came to me, but I meditated on one story for that evening. And I realized that I was in a way, Helen Keller, Helen Keller had a dream that she wanted to communicate, but society said, you don't, you can't do this and you can't do that. So therefore you'll never achieve your goals. Well, if Helen Keller bought into that line of crud, she would have never become, you know, the victorious warrior that she has become and led to Braille and sign and all of these other wonderful things that we have in society today. And I looked at my situation and said, I can't do this and I cannot do that. And according to my doctors and, and my therapists, I probably will never be able to reach my goal. But you know what? I do have a little bit of mobility. I do have a little bit of strength, and I do have a little bit of flexibility. And if I just really concentrate on improving those other sensory 
abilities, maybe I can reach my goal at the other end of this journey. And that was when Diamond Dallas Page just basically said, I think I've heard all I need to hear. I really kind of like Arthur. I did not say, I think I can do this. I said, I will do this. And he said, well, let's get moving. What are you doing typing a letter to me, you monkey? Get moving. Yep. Yep. And that was the day that I began the journey of, you know, working at first to gain a little bit more strength, working a little bit of maybe of, uh, uh, what is it, below the belt. And then, you know, my next one was literally, you know, working with coordination, you know, with more of the, you know, making sure that my feet were in the right position. When he said toes out, I made sure my toes were out. When he says bring your feet together, I brought my feet together. And slowly but surely the chair got further and further away. Yep. And slowly but surely the cane became less a part of my life. And then suddenly one day, you know, after I had, uh, you know, was alone and I could fail or succeed without anybody witnessing it, I, uh, you know, I stood up and I, you know, I attempted to take a couple of steps and it, and I did, but it was ugly. And of all the things, again, one of these epiphany moments, meditating one morning, I was just playing with, you know, my cell phone or my tablet and I went on YouTube and I looked up a video just simply typing in the subject line, how to walk properly. And uh, uh, Pop's a physical therapist showing how to properly land on the heel of your foot, properly transitioning the weight to your toes, properly pushing off with the other foot. And I just sat there and practiced and practiced and practiced and worked on my balance and practiced until one day I got up, walked across the floor, got my own water, came back over, sat down in my chair and was like a brand new man and proud as I could ever be because I I knew then I was achieving something that I don't think anybody thought was really going to happen except those people that were absolutely the closest to me that wouldn't dare not believe because you know right. that's kind of what your loved ones do. But that was when, you know, the failures and the successes and the failures and the successes were, they take a toll on you. And again, I think it's good for a lot of people. Yeah, it really takes a toll. One day I feel great, but, you know, nobody bothered to warn me that if you've walked with a walker for years and you decide you want to take a normal step, that you're going to be in a lot of pain because those muscles and those tendons haven't done that for a while. And I reached out to uh, just anybody that would listen. And there was a beautiful soul named Annie on the old website that uh, that reached out. And then a, a wonderful man up in Washington named Michael that invited me to, to join the uh, the uh, Facebook uh, community. And that was when, you know, I started seeing that, one, I'm not the only person that is fighting this battle, that there's a lot of us fighting this together. And that I learned that I'm not unique and that if we all pool our resources, we can do this as a as a team. What I cannot do by myself, I most certainly can do with the help of all of my warrior family. And there's Woo-hoo! people, and I'm, yes, I believe you, 
I got so much support yesterday when Crystal reached out to me that I actually I, I, I felt my heart almost leap out of my chest because suddenly I'm getting emails, do it, man, do it, go for it. We're dying to hear your story. And and I was like, going, I, you know, I, I was at a point in my life not too long ago where I was so sick of telling people how I went from being this, you know, rather, you know, exceptional athlete to being somebody that was, you know, down to skin and bones and, and turning green and having surgeries every year for something or another. And, you know, and I was frail and, and fading away and then, you know, and sick of it. And then I found out that there wasn't anything to be sick about. There was something to be motivated about. Because if you're sick enough of doing the same thing, then you need tomorrow to, to decide to do something a little different. And that right. was where right. Crystal and, the, you know, some of mm-hmm. my closer, uh, you know, and I will call them friends, along the, you know, the universal pipeline that is DDP yoga, all chimed in and said, you got this. And then, you know, I, I started getting that confidence and, you know, would uh, would would post a little bit of something here and post a little bit of something there, a picture of me standing without any assistance. I think I even put one out there of me photobombing a couple of friends of ours and my cane mm. and my walker was nowhere to be found. And yep. a couple of people caught on to that, like, you know, and where's the, you know, the apparatus that we always see nearby? And I'm like, oh, it was back in the car. So that is kind of where I am today is, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm blessed beyond belief. I am, I'm, uh, I still work every day. I don't do the same things I used to do every day. And I do anything that I do much slower than I did in the olden days. But every day I wake up with, as we talk about all the time, you know, I set a goal for myself in the morning. We're doing this 121 thing right now. What are we on, Crystal? Day yep. eight. And eight. Uh, so, yeah, so far so good. You know, eight in a row. Well, and to, and I'm, yeah, I'll set my alarm for number nine tomorrow. Yeah, and you know what? I, 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 everyone hears me say this. I swear they must think I'm crazy. But at the end of the day, you know what, my friend? The turtle won the race. What's yeah. the rabbit? Yeah, turtle. No, it, that's it's a, that's an incredible story, and well, that's 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 crazy, and it's hard to like even you know I've been we've all had our our our, our illnesses and our ailments and stuff like that, but just being faced with the choice of you know okay, well I can either start working towards this and and possibly make things better or kind of accept the way it is and just, you know, deal with it and kind of waste away with this walker in this loud recliner for the rest of my life. It seems like a no brainer, but there's so many people right. who believe it or not would, will just accept that fate and just go with it and just waste away. And it's incredibly powerful. Uh, your story, that's, I mean, it really is. And we have a lot of great stories in the show here too. Um, we get to highlight a lot of amazing stories and, so many of them come down to just a simple question, yes or no, do I fight or do I sit? And it's basically summing up life in just a, you know, a quick statement, but it really is just everything. Do you fight or do you just accept? And 
if your story isn't, you know, one of those fight stories, I can't tell you what it is. And I can't talk tonight. My my voice is gone, by the way. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but, no, that's that's incredible. And, and you chose in that moment, you know, fight or flight, you decided to fight. Well, yeah, in another moment after that, well, in another, t- you know, and then there'd be another day that uh, I'd be wavering, you know, like, you know, was this really, you know, because, you know, with the, the victories came the, the pain, and then with another, you know, get up and fight, you know, it was like a Rocky movie. And, you know, you know, and who would have thought at the end of Rocky, uh, you know, two, that he would actually win one of those beat downs and, you know, and actually call himself champ. But in this case, you know, I get knocked down and I would, I would, I would actually go into the Facebook community and be honest today, I don't feel like a winner. And if it didn't, you know, if there wasn't 15 people that would chime in and say, you got this, you just have to, you know, believe in yourself, believe in the program, believe in, you know, us as, you know, you know, other stories of other people that have similar neurological problems that are fighting the good fight and winning. And I should not just feel like, uh, you know, one small, you know, you know, chop to the, you know, to the jaw was going to give me the knockout blow, you know, get back up. I, I don't know how many times Dallas says that. Get back up. Uh, it's not how many times you fall, it's how many times you get back up. So Dallas imparted, I don't know how many times, every time we would talk, he'd always say something to me. And I don't think as long as I live that it'll be something that I forget. And I would like to share that with you. So he always used to tell me, he used to say to me, um, tough times don't last, but tough people do. Mm. No, that's, yeah. that's probably as deep as you get because, you know, that's the body, the mind, and the spirit all working, you know, either, you know, either for me oh, or against me. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. And it is it right. is a triple threat battle. You know, one day my mind will be 100% on board, but my body will be, you know, arguing with my mind. And then my heart has to get into it and go, you know, what would DDP say at this moment? Or, you know, what would, you know, Jericho say or Scott Hall or, or uh, you know, Jake? You know, and there, you know, all these people that have been through this battle, and every one of them would hit the mat if it was only for... Sure. Uh, yep. You know, warm up or, or or red hot core, whatever it would be, they'd be on the mat. You know, leave something on the mat every day, and that's where Do some of these challenges. Quit. Yeah, exactly. Every time you Do ever legit. put that up there, and I see somebody put a Bobby Brown gif in there, I just I just smile because that is exactly, you know, where we are is that we've got to be devoted to me. You know, and I'm the, you know, I'm the guy that has to make this happen. God has his part in this, but what God's told me is that I will take care of my end, but you've got yours that you need to take care of. And if you're going to sit in that chair, like Mike said, and you're going to get hooked on the Oprah network and you're going to eat bonbons and drink soda pop all day, it ain't going to happen. So that was when I, I got up and got off and literally you know the the concept of team miracle came to me yeah. in the earliest times after the doctors had given up on me 
and they told me that it would be a miracle if I, you know, if I ever did walk again, and it would be a miracle if I were ever able to, you know, you know, be a, a functional member of the team, whether it be work here at home. My wife was always incredibly generous as far as being understanding. If I didn't think that I could put in a, you know, the help that uh, I used to, she understood. If I was willing to give it a go and it was turned out to backfire, which it did a lot, she was wonderful. And now in these last couple of years, you know, she looks at me with that confidence that I don't have in me. I, she, you know, like Crystal has in me, like Michael has in me, like Farron has in me, and, and you know, it goes across Jason and, and, and Jason and, uh, you know, Adam. All these people, I even met people when I had a staph infection in my knee. People from Australia were reaching out to me right. and yeah. wishing me, yeah, and, and wishing me good luck and don't give up. And, you know, the old, uh, you know, don't give up, don't ever give up, just kept on flying across my my screen. And I'm like, these people really believe in me. So the team uh, team miracle thing was in my head all along. And there was a football player about a year ago, right now, that was playing in one of the last games of the NFL season, and his name was Ryan Shazier. And I was watching the Steelers. I had a bunch of players on my fantasy team that were, you know, playing in that game. And he made a tackle running right up the middle, head-to-head, uh, just full force, helmet-to-helmet. Uh, helmet. And we kind of believed that's what happened way back in my day. And when I saw him flop and I saw him turn over and his feet didn't follow him for another two or three seconds, I started yeah. to really get a tear in my eye and I said, he is paralyzed. And I immediately hashtagged Team Miracle and went on Twitter and befriended Ryan with what he has hashtagged Shay Leave. And, you know, when you finally feel like I finally found that kindred spirit, this guy's got exactly what I've got. And by the end of the, you know, Super Bowl weekend, he was already in the press box. And I'm like going, this is, you know, this is the motivation. You people all over the world have motivated me from hopelessness to hope. And t- uh, hashtag Team Miracle wouldn't exist if it wasn't for the people cheering me on. And I, I sometimes feel like I'm in the Special Olympics but I'm participating. Wow. They call it friendship, honey, because we're all in this boat together. You have told me that many times. Yeah, I have. <laughs> yeah, and I have never, ever once. And I, like I said, here at home, I had the best support. My daughter down in Oklahoma, her fiancé, his family, my family, my mom up in Minnesota, my wife and my wife and my wife. You know, I've always had that great support system here locally, but not a one of them have ever had a neurological disease, and not a one of them have have ever had a spinal cord injury or something that would hold them back from being able to physically be able to perform at their, you know, best potential. And I was obviously not anywhere near 
where I was at my, you know, my, my potential because I knew that there was something more inside of me than just Oprah and bonbons. And right. then that's where, you know, you know, you hear it from your family and you think they're obliged, but you hear it from other people that you don't really know, but they're going through the same thing with you. And it adds a, a credibility and, you know, and, and I believe one of the key words in this program is accountability. Yep. And that that's what I think I achieved the most success from is that when I failed, I admitted it. When I was feeling down, I admitted it. And then when I was, you know, you know, needing somebody to pick me back up, you know, and, and yeah, I might just get knocked down again, but there was always somebody in this wonderful family of Diamond Dallas Pages, not yoga, that no. was always there with the right words and the right words of encouragement. And and I cannot wait to someday meet and hug and love on every one of those people that have reached out to me in that uh, old, you know, dot-com and the, and the new Facebook and, you know, Tonight, you know, I've got a, you know, people that are listening tonight. I love every one of you because you have made it possible that when I get off the phone tonight with Crystal and Mike and we all turn off, you know, our, our devices and we all go to bed, I will walk from point A to point B and get into bed and I will not need a walker and I will not need a cane and I'm going to wake up tomorrow morning and try it again. Well, wow. and I think that's part of the greatest thing is, Mike, you never do this alone. You no. know, I never thought I'd be, I never thought I'd be part of a Facebook family that was so totally not me. When Michael and Tiffany talked me into this mm. Facebook mm-hmm. thing, and it was, you know, kind of, uh, you know, just, you know, try it. You know, you you forget how much pain you're in if you're helping somebody else with theirs type of mentality. And Michael actually reached out to me today and said, you know, you know, you're doing the deal, and I said, I'm just doing what I watched you do. I am doing nothing more. And every time I say to myself, I need to, you know, to 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 tap the brakes a little bit. All I see is the crystals and the mics and the you know, and the, and those people that are out there and the atoms that just never give up. Hayden and Laura. Oh, my goodness. My wife is in yeah. love with two people she's never met. Uh, I love Because Hayden. of, uh, yeah, the, 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 that, that, that is the type of thing that brings the entire, there are no political lines. There are no racial nope. lines. There was, we love Misi. That's all we needed to have was a common goal. And that's exactly what we have every day with DDP yoga is we all have a common goal to be the best me I can be. And I'm not going to do it alone. So let's be a we. So when I was down at, yeah, when I was down at the PC, there was this thing. I, um, I kind of, I was overwhelmed and I had a bit of an anxiety attack and I was freaking out. And I, because I hadn't been in the situation, I wasn't feeling as good. I I didn't think I deserved to be there in a nutshell. 
and um, I had to really stop, and I realized that DDP yoga has never been about the size of your ass. It is, of course, always about getting your head out of it. (laughs) (laughs) Somehow I thought you were going to go to the size of your heart, but no, no, get your head out of it. I love it. Look, I'm Canadian. Well, I think you you hit perfectly, <laughs> and Crystal, that that says so much as well. When you you talked about your journey, you talked about you know checking in with people, and you, you shared your hard times. And I think it's a part of the community that I think has changed significantly over the years. Because when we first started moving to Facebook, and you know the DPO community at times could get just an Instagram like look at me fest, you know proposing our yep, best shots yep. all the time, showing our best moves, oh, yeah. only showing our highlight reel. And I think that a lot of those people who depended on that highlight reel mentality kind of didn't know how to adjust to the difficult times. So in, they're so used to sharing, and then this is me included, I'm including myself in this. You are so used to sharing all your positives that you didn't feel comfortable coming in and saying, I'm having a really hard day, or I'm having this, this has really been a struggle for me. I've been so doing so well and I've been highlighting my, but you seem to come with the good and the bad and, and, and you've realized and understood that when you come to the community with your, your negative days or, or your, your down days or your struggling days, you're greeted with such an open kind of, you know, positivity and support that some people I don't think at that time were realizing was there. Uh, people kind of just wanted to get into the whole, you know, look at me, look at my abs, look at my headstand, that I think people didn't know how to react that hard. And I love that there's an honest, uh, you know, open discussion and dialogue being had over there now that wasn't there maybe a year ago or two years ago that has really helped evolve the community, people willing to take their struggles to each other and trusting each other. I know as a man, as as a guy, uh, one of my problems is being open with negative or, or hardships, you know, as, as I always am, you shut down when things get hard. And I think that openness to uh, trust the community of people you've never known with, with your, you know, hardships is a huge growth in the community and a huge growth personally for you in, in moving forward through those hardships. Well, you know, and I've noticed that uh, a lot of people want to be on Team Miracle when Team Miracle is, uh, you know, taking those first steps on the moon that nobody ever had taken before. But when Team Miracle fell down, I found out who my real friends were. And I really do think you're right, Mike. I really do think that, you know, when you go into this, like you said, you know, with, you know, you know, I'm, you know, and, and nothing against, you know, the people that are studying the instructors and nothing against, you know, people that are doing the headstands and nothing against the people that are doing handstands on cliffs. But I tell you what, in the in the year I've been doing this now, every one of those people that I thought were, you know, on the Mount Everest of Diamond Dallas Page Yoga have now jumped off that mountain and jumped down in my valley and started carrying me up the cliff and bringing me back up in into society where I wanted to be all along, but I didn't have that, that, uh, you know, that's, you know, those people that had, you know, the way, you know, that they, they know where I need to go. I don't. So why don't I take the cotton out of my uh, ears 
and put it in my mouth and listen to these folks for a couple minutes and then you'll get to people and you'll find that just here in the state of Missouri, props to the state of Missouri, Stephen Michael, Farron. I mean, there's people right here in my own community that are studying to be instructors and when the time comes, I'm going to be a student because I never will learn enough, whether it be in business, in life, in relationships, in sobriety. I will never have known enough about anything that I can't learn just a little bit more because you know I may be able to walk today, but the line isn't as straight as I want it to be. So tomorrow I'm going to work on that. You know, and you know, you, you you said it's a constant growth process as well. Um, and you know, what's, the, what's the, my initials there, Crystal? Point. Sorry, I, there's a quiz for Crystal. What? It's a growth process. What do I call it? Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah true. It is somebody, true, though. Yeah, it's a. It's we call it an AFCO. In the program yep. of AA, it's every day, you know, Thanks. you get up and you, do, and it's just another freaking growth opportunity. Yep. Mm-hmm. True. And, you know, True. as you, as you know, you know, you said, you mentioned AA and, you know, as you know, when you get to the point where you thought you could never get better and you're, you're at that point where you're, you're walking and there's still the rest of your life to go. Just because you think you have everything down doesn't mean that you're just coast on easy street for the rest of your life. As you know, as you know, AA and stuff every day is a, is a chance to either, you know, be the best you can be or just let it all, you know, life has a way to take you to your knees in an instant and you can't get cocky. Yeah. You have to keep that in mind. You have to keep that humbleness about you just to think that just because I'm here doesn't mean I, I still don't have to work my ass off. And and you, to tell you the truth, you know the the similarities. I've never once put those two together, of the one day at a time. You know, you know we we live in a bumper sticker mentality of, you know, you know never give up. You got this. You know, and you know, and there's all of these things that you know balloons will fly if you type it into your Facebook, and that's our bumper sticker mentality. But that's what got me sober is that I just, Mm -hmm. I I found somebody that knew more about this than I did. I trusted them. I I clung to them, stayed near to them. I listened to them. And then I did what they told me to do. And there is this program in a nutshell, is you just find somebody that you trust, you listen to them, and you do what they tell you to to do. And in my case, you know, it it was, you know, when Diamond Dallas Page calls you a monkey and you take it as a compliment, <laughs> things are doing pretty good. And, and the, that bumper sticker mentality, I love that you brought that up. I've been at this program too long, as long as I can remember. I, I can't even tell you how long I've been. I've been here so long. It's been the best thing that ever happened to me. But when I first started, we had the YRG, the videos, the yoga doc walking around, checking out all the pretty ladies from behind as they're, you know, he's barking instructions at Paige. It was a, it was a completely different uh, program. <laughs> but, but, you know, we have all these kind of things, almost, you know, like, hey, hey, this is the one day at a time. There's the slogans and there's the things that you, you spout out so just effervescently and just they just come out and you kind of throw them around here and there. 
that you kind of disconnect with the weight behind them. I think it's so yeah. important that you brought that up because <clears throat> behind all those, you know, those sayings and stuff, and, and you know, they're, they're, they're nice to say and they sound inspiring, but sometimes we disconnect ourselves from what actually is, is from what they're trying to say. If you actually take a minute and you look at all the whole, the DP, you know, wordplay, you know, the never give up, the, you know, the 90% thing, you know, we, we say it all the time. Mm-hmm. Take a minute to just kind of internalize the, the, the meaning behind them and kind of reconnect with like the, you know, what you were thinking when you first heard them, because those messages are what got me, you know, started. And those, those the things are the reason that really sunk home for me. And, and after a while, it becomes just another lyric to a song you sang a thousand times. Staying through there and kind of internalizing all those messages really reconnects you with the power behind them and the the, main, the strength and the meaning behind them. You know, and the community, uh, you know, the Facebook community and this radio program that puts voices and faces and stories and successes and failures where it's not just a bumper sticker that you're reading as you're stuck in traffic on I-70. You know, you're really getting to see, you know, that, yes, the positivity posse mentality, you know, that, uh, you know, that one gentleman, you know, that's his hashtag and Jason, I love you. And, and until you actually got to, to watch him and see him on his, on his good days and see him on his bad days and realize that that is what, that's not a bumper sticker. That's who Jason is. And all of the people that are in this program, if they're really doing it at 90, then they're being real. And they're doing yep. the bumper sticker instead of just taping it on the back of their car. They're actually have that accountability you know, through the different forums we now have. And like I said, I, you know, I'm dying to meet every, every single one of them across the world. At one point in my time, I, I'm I'm confident, and Crystal and I shared not even three four days ago that you know for me to take a trip to Smyrna scares the crud out of me. Yeah, but, do it. <laughs> yeah, but two two three days later, here I am with Mike and Crystal and the entire universe, and Smyrna doesn't seem quite so far away. No, it doesn't. And neither does Australia. No, you know, and if you know, if my brothers down there are listening at at, at uh, geez, you know, about four in the morning, God love you. But um, this is where you know the, where the rubber meets the road is where your words and your actions line up. And you know, for the longest time, whether it be in my re, you know rehabilitation, where you know you know the the therapist was going, he's going to be fine, and I'm like going, you don't know nothing. Yeah. Well, you know, it was because my words and my actions weren't lining up. And it was the same way with, you know, anybody that's ever had any mental illness or any addiction, until your words and your actions line up, you're not going to make it very far because, you know, like we said earlier, that triune, you know, mentality, your mind, your body, and your spirit, if they're not in alignment, you know, you're 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 going to go in a, in a direction that is totally uncharted and unmapped. But when I follow behind all of these, you know, you know, Jack and, and, and Hayden and those guys that are, you know, that are you know, blazing this path of handstands. And as I, you know, I get in their backdraft and I start realizing that 
you know, and I and I and I just ride, you know, their their successes, and I realize, you know, they're taking, you know, they've taken a lot of the punches for me now because they're in front. I'm just, you know, I'm just, you know, enjoying the ride and uh, and letting them blaze the paths, and then when I see something that works, then I'm going to get up and I'm going to go do that. But the difference yeah. is, the difference is in, in this program, there's a couple guys at the top of the mountain, and usually in life they're fighting to kick everyone else off. And in this program, they're reaching the hand down because they want you up on the top with yep. them. And I think that's kind of what it says about the community and the program as a whole. There's room for everyone at the top, and we, we're going to have a hell of a party when we get there. Sure. Well, and, and you know what? And we're all going to be happy for each other. You know, and I don't think there's many communities in the world where when everybody has the has a success story and, you know, th- nobody's got those backstabbing, you know, snicker behind somebody's back or making – I don't yeah, ever no. see any of that. This is no. not who we are. And that is one of those things where, you know, you mentioned, you know, those people that are at the top of the mountain and the leader of the pack – my daughter reached out yesterday when she saw that I was going to be on with you guys. And she just said, how do I listen in? And it wasn't, you know, somebody that would have been, you know, trolling, you know, along at the, you know, the bottom feeders of, you know, the, you know, it, you know, like me, you know, that don't know anything really about anything. I'm just sitting here, you know, you know, eyes wide open and ears wide open and mouth shut and, and, and just in awe of all of you people. The people that reached out to my daughter and showed her how to tune in were those mountain peak guys. They, they immediately chimed in and said, this is how you can listen. There's many ways. There's different what methods. You know, let me know if you can't get in and we'll give you another, you know, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll hit you back with another, uh, way to get in there and, I, and and my daughter Heather Ray down in Oklahoma you know I told her I said you don't realize the people that responded to you were not you know employees of Diamond Dallas Page Incorporated no those were no. the guys that that are you know the the trailblazers you know the you know the kiss steel and wheel and deal and you know Rick Flair's <laughs> you know they're they're you know they're not the 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 gumbies that were the jobbers in in DDP yoga or the ones that only have a couple of weeks in. They 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 were the guys that uh, you know to be the man you got to beat the man, and they responded yeah. to you. And 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 well and her and and my last name isn't part of her uh, Facebook post. You know so they don't know that she's my daughter when she posted that. Well, we got uh, right inside of uh, about four minutes left in the show before they cut us off and throw us off the air, so I want to give you a proper wrap-up. But if your daughter is listening, you, you should be proud of your old man. He's, he's in a hell, hell of a story, a great uh, inspiration to so many people around here. And I feel bad that we only got to scratch the surface. I can't believe it's been an hour. So I, I want you to make a promise that you'll come back <laughs> and, and talk to us soon and give us an update because it is. It's incredible. And um the, the, there's so many people, and I, I know you talked about this. You have such a support system at home with your friends and family, but there's, there's only so much empathy that can go around to somebody who hasn't been in those shoes and walked uh, in that pain. And 
I think it's just incredible because there's so many people in this program, and we don't all go through the same thing, but you can usually pair up with somebody who pretty much knows what you're feeling with, and, and there's really kind of a, a warm comfort to all of that. And I'm glad that you found a community that you feel comfortable kind of expressing your, your hardships and your victories with uh, likewise. And I'm really excited to see where you go with this because it's a great story, and I really appreciate you taking the time to come on. And uh, I hope you'll book that uh, that ticket to Smyrna as soon as possible. <laughs> and I kind of have a feeling that somebody might be listening in and uh, might be already online as we speak. Do it. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are well, great. And, and one last time, I love everybody that has ever reached out and given me that hand that I would be too proud to have reached for if it uh, had not been for Diamond Dallas Page in this in this program. Oh, well, awesome. We're, we're, we're glad to have you, man, and I hope you'll stick around. And we're definitely going to get you back on for a follow-up soon because this is a great story. I really appreciate it. Scott, sorry. It's, it's, I was just reading. My pleasure. I, on my, on I am truly, yeah, truly, from the bottom of my heart, it was my pleasure. Oh, thank You're you so best, much, man. Scott. <laughs> well, thank you, Crystal. I'd love uh, you too. What a great story! Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, great story, and also that's available on iTunes too. Uh, Stitcher. Don't forget, we get a lot of downloads uh, secondhand on, on on iTunes and Stitcher. But Crystal, thank you for bringing us an awesome story there. Another great uh, episode of DDP Radio Live. Thank you. DDPRadio.com, and I know that you've got a, uh, a a quote for us, which I'm sure you're gonna you're gonna lay on me in just a second. But real quick, I gotta tell you this. I went to WrestleCade this sure. past weekend. We had the whole WrestleCade. I lost my voice completely. <laughs> um, but before the show started, I, Katie said, what are you crying with that throat coat stuff? So I went to go spray myself. About halfway, right before the show started, I, my whole mouth started going numb. So I had to mute the volume here because I'm <laughs> smacking my lips and stuff. And I realized Katie, has, Katie goes to these dental conventions and stuff. She got some topical numbing spray, and that was the spray that I used. So I literally could not speak for the first half of the show, and I just wanted to share that with you because it kind of cracked me up a little bit. Oh, my God. That's the funniest story ever. Oh, I love Katie. Uh, I just wanted to share that real quick because I was tripping all of my words, and I couldn't even get anything out. So I apologize. Uh, now, did... Yeah, they, that, I'm glad to know that, uh, that this still all worked. That, that was awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we managed to pull it all together. So we got a minute, Crystal. Throw us okay. Out. Okay, it's by Roy T. Bennett, and the quote this week is, don't be pushed around by the fears in your mind. Be led by the dreams in your heart. Awesome. Amen. And, uh, with that inspiration... Take it into the week. Thank you so much, Scott. Thank you, Crystal. Thank you, guys. Thank uh, you. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode of DDP Radio. We didn't even hit half the stuff we were supposed to hit today. Such a great show. And right. we'll have, uh, have a great week. And remember, never yeah. ever give up. Hashtag Team Miracle, right? Right on. Right. All right. Head it up. Have a good, day. good night and day. Checked it today, man. That was a great workout, man. The powerbomb set up by Paige. Oh! He's in a diamond cutter. I don't believe it. Wow. Diamond cutter out of the powerbomb. For 
going home. You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work, and most importantly, own your life. This has been a presentation of DDP Yoga and Blog Talk Radio.